Welcome to Walking with the Whartons. I'm your host, Dr. Elaine Stevens, and I'm delighted to have Nick and Regina Wharton here with me today. During this show, you will hear how they have managed to keep their marriage together through peaks and valleys of their lives. If you are just tuning in, walk with us as we take you on a journey of love. Hello, and welcome to Walking with the Wartons. This is our season finale. Can you all believe we are at the season I finale? I can't believe it. Unbelievable. Where did the time go? It it's went by great. quickly. This has mm-hmm. been amazing. This is show 11 in our season one, and it's wow. just amazing. Wow. It's been so good. We've talked about so many different things, we and we have embraced so many subjects, and we've brought your children in, and we've talked about things that we didn't even think about as far as your children were saying things that you had no idea they were thinking about these things. And this has been emotional. We've laughed, we've cried, we've cut up. Yes, we have. It's just been great. And the responses have been amazing. Yes. Amazing. So tonight we're going to kind of close things out talking about your walking, of course, and then we're going to talk a little bit about intimacy and the importance of it in a relationship. So this show is called Walking with the Whartons. Uh, We have Nick Wharton, we have Regina Wharton, and I really want to know how your level of physical fitness is. Has walking made a difference for you? And is that the only thing that you do when you exercise? Are you lifting? Are you doing other things Or is walking your exercise of choice? And is that keeping you physically fit? Because you all look amazing. So thank you for that. Talk to me. The whole concept of walking was really emotional and really helped us to communicate better, right? And in many ways, uh, walking has helped us to be far more emotionally intimate with each other. Okay. Right? Because that's, that's part of how we were trying to connect as we remember the... You know, the instruction from our therapist years ago wow. that we... And physically to fit, that. too. And so the physical fitness yes. part is is important, too. I was a runner. I, I'm still, I still run. I do about mm-hmm. 100 push-ups a day, I, mm-hmm. maybe more. But, and Regina, she stretches. She does all kinds of stuff. So this, okay. this topic today is, is even more interesting. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's definitely been the physical fitness part for me as well, in addition to us connecting, communicating, quality time, uh, an opportunity for us to just connect. Yes. But it does have the benefits of physical fitness, yes. which has been great. Yes. And the consistency. Mm-hmm. I, I love that because I always say, okay, Monday, I'm going to walk a mile. And I'm going to walk a mile on Tuesday. And Wednesday comes, I'm like, mm, I think I'll sleep a little longer. So what right. in the world has kept you all continuously doing that? I I think we encourage each other. So Nick has always been the athlete of the family. He played basketball growing up, high school, college. So he usually, well, well, it's funny because in the mornings he'll say, are we walking? We always know we are walking, but we still say, are we walking? Are you walking? Yes, I'm walking. Are you walking? Yes, I'm walking. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And then we walk. Okay. You do it in the morning then? In the morning. Right. Now, of course, during this pandemic, we... um we actually walk twice a day in the morning and wow. in the evening. Wow. And then okay. occasionally I would try to get a run in just because of the aerobic. Uh, so. He always tries to outpace that. So it's, 
It's not as if the walk is enough for him. He's got to, we'll come back home after walking and then he'll go, okay, uh, I'm going to run now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I had my exercise. My, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. And it's not a macho thing. Yeah, it's, of course. Not that. It's a macho thing. You think it, so? <laughs> no, we're just, we're just. Even for him to mention it, because he wants people to know it's not just about the walking for him. Yes. He's got to get the run in. Okay. Okay. I'll just concede the point. Okay. Yes. That we're just different people. Yes. You're a runner and you both are walkers. Yes. That's right. There and, you go. That's really good. You're yeah. such a great therapist. Yes. yes. And I'm not trying <laughs> you know. to be a runner. Yes. <laughs> That's nice. Right. Right. You're doing your thing. You're doing your yes. thing. And it's okay. I'm good. And one thing I love about you all is you, you're you not judging the other person and you're no. not saying you know, you're trying to outdo me or whatever. You're like, okay, go run. Bye. Have a right. good run. Right. Exactly. Or, or at least we're ag- not acknowledging the other is judging. Ah. And we just keep it moving. Yeah. Exactly. How's that? So you can be yourself is That's what right. I'm hearing. That's right. I love that. I love that. I think it's great that he still runs though. Yes. And the push-ups. You really do 100 push-ups? Yeah. In about no, five minutes. I can get him in fast. You've got him down. I got him down. Beautiful. I got him down. You you will you will you will never age. You will continue to right. be young. Right. That's or a or, or thing. I'll immediately stop aging. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I still do the what do you call the what do you call the push ups that I do? They're the baby uh, push ups I, I, I call. I call them the push ups that you do. They're the push ups I do, they're not the full fledged push ups. Okay. And he says to me, he just said this to me the other day, after all these years, why can't you do the full-fledged push-ups? I really can't. And you don't want to. You probably don't desire. I'm good with doing the half push-ups. Yeah. And it's fine. Yeah. You know, I have discovered the exercise ball. You know, you can do yes. a lot on that ball. You can. You really can. A whole lot. So, yeah, I've, I've been doing some push-ups on there. And it's fairly easy. Mm-hmm. I can't, I can do maybe five, but <laughs> it doesn't matter. So what's important is to stay active. Yes. That's really what's That's important. Right. That's the advice you would give yes. other couples. And, and other doing people. it together. Sometimes yes. he's running, I'm walking, really, truly. But it, it is getting us both out there. I appreciate that he encourages me. I encourage him. The, the, the seasons change and it gets harder in different ways when it's winter or when it's right. raining. and right. It's helpful that we do encourage each other. That's what I was going to ask you. How do you deal with weather? Do you have a treadmill in the house or what do you do? No, Listen, we get out in the rain. And the cold? The rain yes. and cold. Yeah, we doesn't we do matter. It. That's amazing, isn't yeah. it? Unless it's really dangerous. Sure. Where sure. it's lightning and right. thundering or something like that. But otherwise, we have all kinds of gear. We've got our rain gear. We've got our snow stuff. We've got wow. everything. I'm so encouraged by you all. And I know the audience will be encouraged by you, too, because you definitely needed a podcast called Walking with the Wardens. Yes. Because y'all have really been doing it for 40 years. Yes. You're not just talking about it. You've actually been doing it. We've been doing it. So I just really appreciate it. And it's really improved our communication, how we deal with each other, I think, in many ways. Yes. And, And, you know. As you mentioned earlier, it's also improved our emotional awareness. Talk about that. Yeah. Your emo- You said you, you use emotional intimacy. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So so um, let me just be real transparent. I think oftentimes folk think, you know, 
intimacy is all about the physical act. That's really. right. That's but it's right. actually a, a very much an intellectual and emotional yes. connectedness. Yes. Right. That we have with each other, which, which is really, you know, incredibly enjoyable. Yes. You know, so we enjoy being in each other's presence. Right. And, um, and we enjoy the things that each other likes. Right. Right. And of course, also, um, also giving the other space to do the things that they like. Yes. Right. And yes. it makes for uh, just a wonderful engagement, emotional intensity mm-hmm. that, um, that we enjoy. Yeah. That was well said. That was well said. What did you think about that, Miss Regina? <laughs> <laughs> that was well said. I, I thought mean, it was it really well was. said. And I was listening to it. I uh-huh. thought, okay, okay. There is a, and, and Nick and I have talked about this many times, there's, there's sort of the one piece which is around really his love for basketball. Mm-hmm. So I, I will speak for myself and say that I have to really be careful because I know that that matters to him tremendously mm-hmm. for a lot of different reasons. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the basketball season goes on a long time and mm-hmm. I feel kind of left out. Sure. Because I don't love the sport like he does. Right. I can watch a game here or there, and actually I prefer a, a live game. Right, okay. So if we're at the game, I'm loving that. Yeah. I'm all over that. Yeah. But of course we don't get to go to games, live games that often. Mm-hmm. Watching it on TV, I can't watch game after game after game, but he can sit and watch basketball all day, all night. Yes. And when it goes on for March Madness or whatever. Right. I, I I don't have the same level of balance. Right. So that gets to be challenging for us. Yes, yes. No, I can understand what she means. I mean, some years ago, TNT had like 10 games a week. I can't remember they had this ad that was coming on. It was like TNT, 10 games a week or something wow. like NBA. Wow. It, was, it really was ridiculous. I mean, it was way over the top. And we all, everyone was locked in, you know. Yeah, it, yeah. So, so I... um. So I'm a big Knicks fan, and, okay. and I'm like a, a recovering, you know, I'm in when therapy. It's been real bad. So Knicks fans are just a different breed. Yeah. When you grow up in a city where, you know, one night, you know, Patrick Union gets 40 points and the city loves him, the cab drives, they give him free rides, everybody loves him on a Friday night, and on Monday he scores like 10, and we want him traded, <laughs> you know, and homeless people are, are, are approaching him, you know, saying, we want you out. It's like a, it's a different kind of thing. It's hard to explain to people who are not from New York. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so it just, it's just like a different sort of DNA, you know? Right. Right. Uh, and so it does, it, you know, it impacts your relationship to people who love you. Yes. You know? Yes. And so, um, so I'm, I'm recovering from some of that. Okay. You know? It's, it's just not easy. Yeah. Yeah. I, admittedly, I'm just being honest. Regina, how do you deal with that? How do you deal with the basketball thing or something, because you said something beautifully, Nick. You said that we respect each other and we like doing some of the same things and we give each other space to do their own thing. How do you deal with the basketball season going on and on and on? Are you asking me or Regina? <laughs> I'm asking Regina. Okay. How does she deal with it? to me, uh, uh, you know, I have had like these acts of love. Okay. To like turn the Knicks off. Okay. I mean, that's like... Turn the Knicks off? Turn it off, man. Okay. Not this year. Okay. In previous years. (laughs) Okay. Right? I mean, I consider that a genuine act of love. Yes. 
to pay attention to my wife. Yes. Now, she may not think that, but I'm just saying the rest of the world, the next nation understands. Yes. So how do I deal with it? I First of all, I know that after all these years, it's not going to change. Yes, that's right. That that That's really the message. Who you're married to is who you're married to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I married a man who has a love for basketball. Yes. So I, I just know that I really can't compete with that as much as I would like to. Mm-hmm. So I try and appreciate that he does have his few moments of what he believes is a sacrifice for me. Okay. Having dinner. Uh, even even it, now it's okay. It's much better over the past several years because okay. you've got technology and you can tape the game and you can catch it later. Right. So that helps. Yes. So we'll be out to dinner, but he knows the game is taped. And as soon as we get home, he's turning it on. Sure, sure. But don't say anything when you get home from dinner and he's going to watch the game for the next several hours. Yes. Because that was the trade-off. Right. So I know that. And I and I actually do pretty well probably for the first half of whatever that season is. It's just that basketball really does go on a long time. And, it does. And that technology tells you that basketball can go on really all year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can put some, some games on yeah. it. it and I try, so on my side, I try to sit with him for a little while Yes, and yes. watch the games and hear his yelling and all the plays and everything else. And But I can't watch it as many hours as he, yes. as he does. Yes. I just can't. Right. So what happens then is you have to find, and Dr. Stevens, you help me with this. Okay. You really have to find your love of things. Mm -hmm. You can't base everything on your relationship with your husband. That's right. He's, he's, he's not on this earth to make me happy. That's right. Amen. And vice versa. So I have to find my own love of things that I like to do and have my own life and my own way of being. Yes. That's outside of him. Yes. So that's what we do. And I think we've found a balance. I'll say it was actually Monday night. I was at a friend's and he was, oh, where are you headed? Oh, I'm going to a friend's because you're going to be in the zone for basketball anyway. So mm-hmm, I might as well mm-hmm. go ahead and go out and do something for myself. Mm-hmm. That's what you have to do. That's right. That's right. What do you think about that, sir? I, I rest my case. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, 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 what do you mean? Rest your case. I, I, I no. So, so when I, I think about the story. He's like, get a life because... The basketball is happening. It's, it's, that's so, his life. No, but, right. but, but I remember Regina contested us. We went through years and years of um, dance with our daughters. We okay. traveled to different competitions. And, and yes. somehow it always yes. would happen around like March. Okay. Right? And I can remember um, watching hundreds of other children's, you know, other parents' children's dance, these recitals. And it was great. We traveled all over the South. It was just wonderful. And even in New York. And I used to see these dads sitting there pouting, pissed, because I know what they were thinking. That's right. I know they want to watch either Big East or the ACC. And, yeah. And yeah. I was smiling because I actually was okay. Yeah. Because I wasn't like them. Yes. <laughs> Some had little TVs off to the side watching the games. But I actually, quite frankly, I, I enjoyed 
And our daughters know this. I enjoyed every recital. I enjoyed those things. And, you know, so, so you know, I too can grow, you yes, know, in yes. these experiences. I, I, have, yes. I, I know what's important. Right. 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 And, um, and so Regina knows. She, she may or may not admit it because I watch so much TV that there are times when I'll just turn it off. Mm-hmm. And I don't expect any sort of acknowledgement for that. Right. But, um, you know, you know, I've grown too. Okay. You know, and, you know, quite frankly, she has an extreme love of, of shopping, you know, and. Um, There's no comparison to my well, shopping and well, you're watching well, a basketball. See, I could not so, even begin to be see, in the shopping as many see, hours see, as you have watched right, basketball. See, see. You went and down so, the wrong path with that and, one. And see, and see, and for so, sure. So, so there you have it. No, <laughs> if you want me to start shopping as many hours as you watch basketball, I'm happy to. Oh, you have started something, right? You sure there. have. Mm. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get a grip on that. <laughs> Let's go toe to toe here. You, you were talking about emotional intimacy. Yes. Let's go and, talk about. And that. I know that. Uh, intimacy is something that grows over the years. It's not something that happens just, you know, automatically. It's something that grows over the years. It grows as you get to know the person. It grows as things change, the children sometimes, you know, there's all kinds of things going on in your life. But you all seem to have mastered whatever you have needed to master throughout the years to be in each other's company, to be in the marriage, to be in a happy marriage. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about that. Yeah, I would I would agree. It's it really has a lot to do with being in tune to what each other is feeling. Mm-hmm. We've had joy and pain, of course. You know, we 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 love Frankie Beverly and yes. the and the the song Joy and Pain, yes. and it really is true. There's been a lot of joy, a lot of joy, mm-hmm. a lot of joy, mm-hmm. and there's been a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. We we know that we all eventually go to heaven, mm-hmm. but it's hard to watch people go there, mm-hmm. and that's been, I think, a deep sadness for us. Nick's mm-hmm. mother passed when we were we hadn't even had children yet. We were in our very early twenties, and wow. she died of cancer, and wow, and the list goes on. Mm-hmm. Sure. And so that means you have emotional times individually as mm-hmm. well as together. Mm-hmm. We've talked about how that impacts us and how we console each other and mm-hmm. and be there for each other. And you just you just have to really recognize when each other is going through something. Right. Yeah. So and it brings you closer. It just yeah. really yeah. does. And knowing how to yeah. comfort them yeah. based on what they like and right. the love language. We talked about right. love languages yeah. and talked about what your partner likes and how mm-hmm. they like to be consoled mm-hmm. and all of that. Go ahead, sir. So I was going to say, Regina's on to something in terms of um, the joy and pain of, of marriage. So some years ago, we read an interesting book called Sacred Marriage. And uh, I think we talked about it on a previous show. Mm-hmm. and But it really is you know, illustrates the sort of essence essence of emotional intimacy Mm -hmm. in that um, the subtext of that book was um, what if, what if God made um, marriage to make you holy and not happy? Mm. And so Mm. the premise of that is that 
um, you know, we think about marriage, a picket fence. We think about the the ceremony. We think about the ring or the honeymoon and all those things, mm-hmm. which, you know, come to symbolize a happy marriage. Right. Right. But they right. really aren't. Right. Because what in actual what actuality uh, marriage is, is destroying pain. Mm-hmm. You know, the illnesses, you know, the deaths, the births, yep. you know, the crises, the conflict. Yes. The, um, you know, uh, challenges you go through in a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. That really are intense. In fact, the book says that marriage is pr- perhaps the most intense personal relationship you'll ever have. Yes. Because they lay bare everything about you. Mm-hmm. Not just in a narrative sense, but physically, Mm -hmm. you know, our bodies change, we change and, you know, so it's the long haul. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if, if many couples get, get married to have legal sex, um, that changes when you're going through those most difficult challenges, that's when you're on the cross. Mm -hmm. That's when that level of suffering, you know, sort of and, and pain and sorry can bring bring redemption sure. and reconciliation in, in a marriage, right? It's right. like Christ being on the cross. Right. You know? And so you have to kind of die to yourself mm. for your mate. Yes. And I think that's the most that to me is the, the ultimate of intimacy. Yes. Because it's a selflessness. Right. It's not about just what you know what I want. It's really how do we connect what what our mate wants. Mm-hmm. And vice versa, because right. that's ultimately what marriage is. And right. it's really, t- right. and I can talk about this intellectually, right? but emotionally. Yes. And where in the and, Bible and, does Oh, by the way, the Knicks are playing Friday. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. I mean, this it, Friday? It, uh, so, no. so, okay. So I'm just wow. saying that's the depth of what you have to do, you know, ultimately to stay on right. top of this. Right. I'm being funny here, right. but I'm just saying, not it's even about like, the Knicks, it's about just challenges and aspirations and interests you have right. that you have to always kind of calibrate all the time, calibrating, right. Right. you know, right. what right. others' needs are right. above your own. That's all I'm saying. Like so me giving if, my husband the biggest, the bigger piece of chicken. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, though, yeah. That, that matters. It does matter. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, where for those who are Christian and believe in the Bible, mm-hmm. where in the Bible does it say that marriage is about happiness? Mm-hmm. It really doesn't. Wow. The holiness, because marriage teaches you sacrifice. Right. And Nick talks about dying to yourself. You have to put your own feelings aside Mm -hmm. for the other person. Mm -hmm. And that's not easy to do. That's right. That becomes emotional. Yes. In a lot of ways. Yes. Right, and, and that to me is the is the ultimate emotional intimacy. Right. Mm-hmm. So I can I can talk about this thing, right? right? But know, tomorrow, yeah. yeah, I can fall on the sword. Yeah. yeah. But I'm, but I'm saying I'm focused on it. Right. You know, you know what I'm saying. Um, right. None of us are accountable or responsible for for the families that raise us or the communities that you know nurture right. us. Right. But we are accountable. Right for the lives we impact, right? Our That's children, right. our family, our, our mates. That's right. And um, it's a never-ending story, right? You know, when you talk about intimacy, a lot of people think about sex, 
And that's fine because all when you're married, sex is a part of being married. Absolutely. And I think that when we grow up, I really learned, I didn't learn about sex from my family so much. I learned about it in the streets, really, from friends. But no one taught me, or well, they didn't teach me about any of that. But I was going to ask you all, did you learn about this emotional? People may teach people about sex, what it is, it produces babies and all those talks. But do they ever talk about the other parts of intimacy? Do they teach you that you're going to have to sacrifice when you get married and that this emotional intimacy is such a big deal in a relationship and in a marriage? Did anybody teach you that when you were growing up? Yeah, I I think it's complicated. So way before I was ready for a level of sex, so to speak, Mm -hmm. my mother wanted to make sure that I was protected. Yes. And I that that was my first I remember her coming to me and saying, we need to talk about you need to have an appointment with the doctor and we need to make sure that you're protected and all this kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not even thinking about that. Sure, sure. So it got me somewhat in a spin. But then when I look back, my mother was pregnant when she got married. Okay. And she was really trying to save me from being in that same place. Sure, sure. We... Years ago, you didn't you didn't talk about it that way. That's right. So, no, I wasn't prepared. I got married very young. Mm -hmm. And I kind of just went with it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I didn't know any different. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Unfortunately, I was I married a man who was very (laughs) wonderful in the way of romanticizing me and mm-hmm. we we really got into a good healthy relationship mm-hmm. so that 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 ended up being really good right i was going to ask you about the romantic part that's beautiful though nick ahead, is sir. the romantic one that's awesome he's very loving and kind wow. and yes so again i rest my you case <laughs> No, so no, but but I, I guess when I when I think about um, if your question is what it what it was my early awareness, you know, certainly you learned from friends and you know growing up in in New York. Um, but when I, I guess I think about my mom, she was um, she was his second marriage, you know, for my dad, okay. right? She had three 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 sons, and um, you know, it's it's so interesting. I think about her relationship. And it's, it's this is a strange dynamic. For years, I remember as um, a later teen thinking about, man, what it would it be like to be thirty five and be married? Mm-hmm. I think I might have mentioned that to you, Regina, at some point. I mean, like the whole idea of being thirty five and married. I just always thought about, you know, what what would that be like? Mm-hmm. You know, so it's not like I guided my entire life to that end, right. but that's what I wanted. I wanted a family, right? Um, you know, partly because of the turmoil and the domestic violence I witnessed my father, you know, mm-hmm. inflict upon my mother. Mm-hmm. I kind of, as the youngest of three boys, I really wanted to have a stable family. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know how, I didn't know how to get there. Okay. 
you know, but I knew that if it happened, I wanted to protect that. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? I just sure. wanted that to be. Right. And, um, you know, sometimes in life, it's not it's not always important to know what you want to do, but you got to know what you're not going to do, mm. you know, right. and what you want to protect. Yes. And so I look back and say, man, God has been so good. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I is that just... why you bring me roses all the time? <laughs> well, you know, because he does. He, again, on the romantic side, he brings me roses to my office. And... And, and so the other thing nice. is that I am I am a sort of a. Uh, a sort of lost romantic, you know. What does that mean? Well, so so um, you know, growing up in the in the in the seventies, you know, you watch a lot of um, black and white, you know, shows. I'm really dating myself, but yeah. but there's a lot of interesting narratives around relationships. I, I, I mean, I, I like, you know, Fred Astaire. We, we dance. We 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 love yeah. dancing. I won a lot of dance contests in yeah, New York okay. City. Hustle dance contests, okay. and so Gene, okay. uh, I love to dance. Okay, and so I think one of the most romantic things is to dance together. Yes, and to develop that kind of rhythm. So um, and you bring know, roses. And, and there, there is those, <laughs> there is that too. Yes. but um, but we just always had a, an adventuresome narrative mm-hmm. to our relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. We've never um, we've taken risk to do different things. You know, Uh, I remember in a class we read this this book. I can't remember the name of it in our couples class. And it talked about relationships um, work if they're if they can maintain a sense of adventure. Yeah. You know, what's next? Right. Whatever it is. Yeah. You know, so we call our vacations. Well, some of them anyway, when we've gone to Italy and. One one of the things we haven't talked a lot about is our travels. Yes. We have traveled to a lot of places in the world. Yes. And I like to give our travels a, a sort of a, a theme. Okay. And one of our favorite is romantic exploration. Oh, okay. I like yeah. that. Okay. So it's romantic because it's just the two of us. Yeah. And it's... Um, Certainly explorative because we explore wherever we're going. And that's right. a lot to do with Nick, who likes to do museums and different things. So mm-hmm. we're exploring a different part of the world that we've never never been to before. Wow. And it's romantic. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's what I would wish on couples. Yes. Be romantic. Yes. Right. Have Whether it's fun a drive with, two yes, hours away, yes, just get right. away, or if yes. it's an overseas trip, whatever it is. Right. Yes, yeah. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And and Regina will tell you, and as uh, children has mentioned, you know, I like to see um, you know, the impact of Africans wherever we go around the world. Anywhere we go, we want to see the the presence of Africans and what they have done and what their contributions have been. It can get a little extreme. I do remember you know taking Regina to Charleston. Uh, for I think maybe your birthday, my birthday, a birthday, and uh, and I said I got I want to visit the slave market. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> so that was a bit, you know. And the, me <laughs> knowing that that's important to him, <laughs> I said <laughs> on my birthday, right. I said, right. okay, right. let's set a time limit. Yeah, that wasn't that. That, that wasn't as romantic as possible. And in fact, as a result, <laughs> that evening. Yes, wasn't as romantic as I had hoped. It was like, what the hell was I thinking? You know, but uh, uh, you know, it, I'm just saying, it goes left sometimes. But yeah. the, but the point of the matter <laughs> is that adventure. You know, um, trying to keep some romance. Be on an adventure. Yeah. You know, I think is 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 really really big. And I'll also say this also: we have lots of friends who have lots of friends, 
And we try to fi- figure out how do we, how can we have joy with ourselves? We don't need to be around a lot of people, yes. you know, yes. and tell everybody we're around a lot of people right. to have fun. That's right. You know, yeah. we really like to be in our own space. Right. Right. And that's really important. It's so Because your relationship is, so it's an, is an intimacy between the two of you. That's right. Right. That's right. And time is short. It is shorter than we even know. Right. You know, yeah. so that, that we cherish that. And, and people probably say, well, what's up with them? These guys always seem like they're in love. They're yeah. doing their own thing. Yeah. We like to hang out with them. It's yeah. not like we don't want to hang out with people. That's really not the point. <laughs> right. We just right. way enjoy that's being with each other. That's a beautiful thing. We really do. Some we really people do. have to be with other people in right. order to survive. Right. But you all just enjoy each other. Just, just, right. just the two of you. And that says a lot. That will carry you far. I and I, I, w- I would say that to couples. I would say the more you spend time with each other, mm-hmm. the happier you'll be. Mm-hmm. Just be in each other's presence. Mm-hmm. And hope you, hopefully they like each other. Right. Really like each other. You well, know what I'm saying? Hopefully they love yeah. each other. Yeah. That too. But, but that's the, important. But liking is an interesting it's point. All, liking all is important. Is, yes. is important. Yes. Right. Because yes. love sometimes could be a, just a... A statement of commitment. Yes. Right? Yes. But to really like being like around somebody someone, is to, a little different. That's that's because that's I, I tell different. you this because I, I have friends who've told me I my, my, my cousin has a barbershop in Washington DC. And he talks about all the men that come to his barbershop and say the most horrendous things about their wives. Mm-hmm. Now they may love them mm-hmm. and may be committed to them, but mm-hmm. they don't like them. There you go. Right, That's and the real. things that they say That's about their real. wives and about the union, right, is just horrendous. Yeah, you see, what I'm saying, and and, and I, I get that. I know what yeah. that's about. They feel in prison. They feel all kinds of conflict, and they can't say what they want to say. Or, or whatever, he likes whatever. something different from me, and I can't deal with what he likes, and she's doing her own thing. You know, it's amazing how couples just. Don't always get along. Yeah. They, they're, they're not there. friends. They're not friends. They're there not you friends. go. That's it's my point. about friendship. They're not friends. It right. really is about friendship, right. being friendship. That's what kept my parents together for so sure. long, I'm sure. The friendship. And I saw right. that, you know, that's very important. And, you know, we. Season one. Season one is done. <laughs> and we're excited. This is the climax. Yeah. <laughs> this is the climax. You it's did been get great. that in. Didn't it's you? been great. You got that in. For season two, I want to get into your travels mm. and how you have used your travels for romance mm-hmm. and how your travels have been romantic mm. and how that has enhanced and educational. your relationship. Yeah. Definitely yeah. I'd love to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. It, it, we definitely really, want to do that. Yeah, it definitely feeds into our being around inclusion. Mm-hmm. So how do you how do you really expand your horizons? Yes, it's through. A lot of travel, which we've done. And so we have so many other things we can talk about. We want to talk about current events and things that are happening right now. We really wanted to give everyone a sort of grounding and foundation around who we are in our marriage Mm -hmm. and celebrating the many years that we've been together. Mm -hmm. But we look forward Mm -hmm. to more dialogue and conversation Mm -hmm. about what's happening in our world today. And post-pandemic. Yes. 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 How, how how has this reshaped the world and relationships and how we think about 
ourselves. And I would like to know how you all dealt with the pandemic, mm. how you got through the pandemic, because a lot of people did not make it. I mm. know that for mm. sure. So we want to talk about that. We really do. And some people are still struggling coming out of that. So we want to deal with so many different things. We're just getting started. Well, I'll give you one hint, and that's the <laughs> pandemic was romantic for us. Okay. Well, all right. Now. Okay. Okay. Because we spent a year and a half, the two of us. Yes. That's that's really... What do you want to say, sir? You're looking like you want to say something. I rest my case. <laughs> he said that three times. Also, <laughs> basketball was a little bit on break during that yes, time. So yes, that how about helped that? a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, again, <laughs> you've been listening to Walking with the Wartons with Nick Wharton and Regina Wharton. This is our season finale. This has been wonderful. This is Dr. Elaine Stevens saying, get ready for season two, because it's going to be power packed. Thank Just you. really Jackie enjoyed Lane. being with you. Thank you. You've been listening to Walking with the Whartons, featuring Nick and Regina Wharton. I'm your host, Dr. Elaine Stevens. Thank you so much for tuning in. Goodbye.